0: A good day, everybody, watching uh, this podcast of Up and to the Right. I did not plan on doing this. I had a conversation uh, just a few minutes ago with one of our missionary couples uh, that are in Amman, Jordan, and doing incredible work uh, with um, among the uh, Muslims, among the unbelievers uh, throughout um, the region that they're in, and making a huge impact. And I just felt like I needed to share it with our church family And so I hope that you will listen closely, pray for this couple, and uh, be encouraged also and be challenged with the great things that God is doing there and here for those who are obedient to Christ Jesus. So let's join right now with Hannah and Carter as they're part of our church that we've sent out, and they're doing a great work for the kingdom of God. Well, I'm so glad right now to have with me uh, some incredible missionaries that are doing great work for the kingdom, and uh, that is Carter and Hannah, and Carter and Hannah, so glad uh, that you're joining me right now.
1: We're excited. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Pastor Rodney. Thank you to North so, Church. So why don't we start off with Hannah. Hannah, tell us a little bit about your family, okay? What, 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 what's your family right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> list, list them out, and then tell us what's going on.
1: Well, we have five kids. Uh, Elizabeth is six, Mary's four, David's two, and then we had twin boys last May, so they are eight months. Uh, so yeah, we're here in Jordan, moved overseas with the kids a few months ago, and it's been quite an adventure. So yes. um, yeah, <laughs>
0: that's us. So give give us a little feel of uh, what's happened to you since you have um, moved to Jordan, because I know that you moved to Jordan, and then there was the um, wake of what happened over in Gaza yeah. and then the tension there, you guys move. Give us a quick uh, understanding of what you've had to do with a family of yeah. seven over the last few weeks moving uh, around and what's where are you yeah. living right now.
1: Yeah, we um, just, we landed, we were in Jordan for two weeks, everything going on with the war and stuff. We just felt it'd be best until we had a good idea of what was going to happen to head over to Greece where we had been previously uh, a few years ago. So we moved to Greece. We were there for two weeks. Then we had a meeting in Italy. And then we came back to Greece.
2: And then I had a meeting in Turkey. Yeah.
1: And then, came and then we came went back to jo- uh, to Turkey or back to Jordan and then to Turkey and then back to Jordan. So we have packed up our stuff at least six times
2: <laughs> in three months. And-
1: few months um but we've always been with dear friends yeah and always had a community so even though the time was kind of crazy we always had a place to stay and had community um and you know there's work to be done anywhere you go people to talk to so it was still life giving mm-hmm. uh we're just maybe not we are just a little tired but the kids have done well they've had friends in every place we've gone the lord's really provided what we needed just on the fly uh, anywhere we've gone. So it's actually been a cool testimony to me about God's promised provision when you have no idea what's going to unfold. So.
0: Amen. And so Hannah, what are your living conditions right now? And then I think you're-
1: (laughs) Well, our friends have a, it's like a mother-in-law suite. So it's a bedroom, but it does have like a living space and like a space for a table and a bathroom- So we're all sleeping in that, but, um, yeah, we've been with people since January 3rd, all sharing a room. We were in Turkey for 10 days, then we had this meeting. So we've all been sharing the same room since January 3rd, but, uh, on Friday we get to move into our own space with bedrooms.
0: Praise the Lord. And so
1: that will be nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good, 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 good. That's, that's great. Well, we'll, we will be praying for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, you. So Carter, talk to us a little bit about what you're doing. What, what, what is your mission there? Um, Mm -hmm. and what are you all doing?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, for the past about 10 years, we've been running with, um, a church planting kind of coalition or family that goes by the vision called No Place Left. And there are several orgs that are pursuing this vision, um, but it's, you know, kind of the the path toward, you know, God's in vision, Revelation 7, 9 and 10, as we want to see, um, you know, people engaged with the gospel from mouth to ear, people baptized who come to Christ, discipled, gathered into churches that would be healthy, indigenous to the, the people in the place they're in, and that leaders would raise up locally and re- reproduce the kingdom. And within that, obviously, we don't know how many places are left unless we're doing a good job at attempting to track the progress of the kingdom in these different places among these different people. And that's essentially what my role is here throughout the region. Um, So with the specific um, church planting uh, organization we're with, um, the region is North Africa, the Middle East, and Central Asia. So you think about all the stands that are Turkey and what's north of Turkey, you know, the whole belt, you know, going from, you know, Syria all the way down to, to Egypt for the Middle East, and then across from Egypt all the way over to Morocco. And we have teams in those places, and kind of my job is to um, help them assess what what is God doing, you know, where are they seeing engagement with the gospel baptisms where they sing churches started churches reproduce and so a lot of my work is behind the computer Um, and then on the ground um, i get to visit maybe seven to ten days out of the month i'm traveling um, to one of these different places and one of our main objectives um, by the middle of this year is to have you know, discipleship training videos and all of these local dialects. Um, So the past three months, we've been able to do uh, Levantine Arabic, which would cover um, Lebanon, Jordan, and Palestine. And um, then we uh, went over to Turkey and we did Farsi with a Farsi network. We pulled out from Iran, and then we also got... in a Syrian dialect, um, with some of the Syrian leaders, it's the Northern Syrian Kurdish language called Afrin. And, um, so we've got some videos in those and we're hoping to get about six or seven other dialects of videos. So that's kind of the two roles summarized up is, you know, uh, you know, research, reporting, tracking, doing videos, um, and then coaching where I can. So, it's a lot of, I kind of describe myself like the guy on the battlefield that has the radio on his back with the antenna and the camera running from place to place trying to um, assess assess the work and see the gaps and uh, aim towards taking the kingdom where it's not.
0: So good. So good. So give, give us a, um, maybe, maybe. Both of you or one of you, uh give me a story or two stories or something that God's doing right now that you see some fruit of some of um you know the, the seeds that are being planted there and how the Holy Spirit's moving the hearts of people. Come on. You wanna share, you want me to share first? Yeah.
2: Uh you know, I guess this would be relevant to the conflict a little bit. Um, whenever the conflict uh lit up with the country next door and, and, uh, Hamas, uh, we saw it as an opportunity through some of our media to movement teams to, uh, send in video ads. And so there's a brother here who's really good at doing that. And so put up a Facebook page and started sending in targeted ads into, um, into Gaza. And, um, You know we don't know how much impact has been the full impact but we do know that at least 200 people have become believers that are there still in gaza right now and this last week um our brother who's on our team uh we were able to actually get on a call with four of them brand new believers who are living there (laughs) and uh obviously uh terrified, but we're able to share that, you know, um, one of them was on the point of even taking his life, and he saw this Facebook ad and clicked on it, and he had already been seeking and had questions about Jesus, but he watched one of the videos from that we had recorded from an, an Egyptian brother, and it gave him hope, and um, another brother who had had a dream before, and hearing the gospel presentation confirmed what he had seen in his dream, And so it just shows, you know, God's sovereignty in the midst of all of the chaos that God is truly using this, you know, for his glory to lead Palestinians um, to trust and follow him. So um, that was, uh, that's obviously incredible. (laughs) Uh, Maybe a a little more uh, closer to home, like personal story that I was able to witness myself. We went to uh, Pakistan. There's about 1.4 to 2 million afghans that have fled afghanistan and are living in pakistan right now and this most recent wave was whenever the u.s pulled out of afghanistan and so you know these are people that obviously um i'm i mean i would never have thought in my lifetime to ever see one of these people come to christ or get baptized but we we're connected with a local brother there who has been a believer for about four years, and he has three churches there in Pakistan. And we, when we went to, to do some videos and some basic equipping and short-term discipleship, um, there at the meeting, um, it was about 12 people. Some Most of them were Hazara, a, a, a tribe in Afghanistan, but there was one Pashto, Pashto, or Pashtun, depending on how you say it, girl, and two girls that were Tajik, and both of these are like extremely unreached, unengaged tribes. And uh, they had just arrived a couple of weeks le- um, earlier, but after we did the lesson on baptism, they said, hey, we, we think we've been following Jesus for the last couple of weeks, and we want to take this step and get baptized. So, we, so Pashtun, two Tajiks, and then four other Hazara uh, th- t- went swimming. <laughs> That, that night, and I was just absolutely mind blown like that I got to see this you know I mean I wasn't the person who shared the, uh, the gospel with them, but even being there and seeing them take that step um was just absolutely breathtaking and um so yeah man there's God's doing a lot, and uh I us for us to be able to even play a small piece in it has just been a huge huge privilege so you want to share anything?
1: yeah I think it's it's fun to to be working with the different networks so you get to hear about what God's doing but I think another big thing that we um you know being great commission Christians we have the responsibility to continue to live that out in our daily life um where we eat play work um and so I think there's always the <clears throat> the consistent um challenge to, okay, am I sharing with my neighbors? Am I trying to pray for people, engage in spiritual Mm -hmm. conversations? And so when I was coming to Jordan, uh, I was asking the Lord for opportunities. I don't speak Arabic. So I was asking the Lord for opportunities of people who happen to speak English. Mm -hmm. Um, And same for Carter. And I think what's cool is that, because for me, if I don't keep with engaging people consistently, you know, on a weekly basis, then I tend to get out of the habit and, you know, stop sharing or make up excuses of why I'm not going to, you know, engage, uh, people with Jesus. But the Lord has faithfully provided, um, several people, Mm -hmm. our neighbors spoke English. We were able to share, um, with them. Um, when, when we went to Greece, I was at a park, of course, the twins, everyone, you know, wants to ask questions about the twins. So it's easy to engage in spiritual conversations uh, via your children. And um, this one girl, she was Greek Orthodox. And so I started asking her about her relationship with Jesus. And she did not know that there she was able to read the Bible um, in a Greek, uh, updated Greek version, Greek like a modern Greek translation. So that was like a really neat opportunity. I got to like show her the U version Bible app. I mean, she was like nearly in tears because you could tell her heart is mm. close to God, but she doesn't quite know mm. Jesus yet and she's never read the Bible herself. And mm. so that was like a really neat opportunity to get to like show her um, you know, how she can read the Bible. Mm. Um and then Carter's had several opportunities with people at restaurants or taxi drivers, Uber drivers, mm. um and there's been a few, like, uh, not, no, like, believers, but just, like, people are showing interest, especially, like, with the war and things that are going on. You can see, like, where people's hearts are softened. Um, so, yeah, I, I think just how God's faithful. He loves all people, even though we're maybe working with specific targeted groups. It's like, well, the gospel's for everyone. Amen. And God faithfully has been providing people just in our everyday, um, our week to week, that we can share with. And so I think that's been encouraging to me because I specifically asked the Lord for people who speak English so that I can really connect with the people here. Um, and so, yeah.
0: Man. <clears throat> that is so, so good, so encouraging, so challenging. Um, makes me like think, what am I doing for the kingdom? <laughs> it, wow. The great things you guys are doing. <laughs> cool. So, just let me know, let me, um, let us know kind of how can we be praying for you right now? Mm-hmm. How can we be praying for uh, the mission that you're on, you know, sent by God to do um, people there? How can we be praying? That's good. You can go first.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, For us, we, uh, the Lord is so gracious. We um, were in the midst of this hard transition. And I know you know, Pastor Rodney, like work part-time job and then we part-time raise support. But we really, since the Lord was telling us to, you know, pretty much drop the the nets, you know, pull it back to only 10, 5 to 10% on our um, working the job side and the other side that the Lord said, I'm going to provide for you. And so I was like, all right, Lord, well, um, I believe you, I trust you, but I do need to see it. And literally without a single ask from December 10 to January 3rd, the Lord pretty much through friends and family and other people who the Lord, I believe, prompted, like raised enough money for us to be here for the remaining six months until June, whenever um, our time is up here. And then we'll come back to the States three months and then we'll come back again. Um, But I I don't know why it surprises me (laughs) that the Lord does that. But I, I, with, with the Lord's provision, I think, comes a, uh, a responsibility to steward. And, and so the Lord has proven that he uh, has provided for us. But I feel like the, the biggest thing now is me, me and us executing on that stewardship, you know, um, transitioning off of the job, you know, which was taking up about, you know, three to four hours a day um, and engaging full time in the task and the work here. And, um, so just really the wisdom and the self-discipline to, you know, treat every hour for the glory of God and be very focused, um, while we are here to do what he has us to do here and not get, you know, wrapped up in the worries and the cares of the world as the third soil, but that we would really be fourth soil Christians hearing the word, accepting it and bearing fruit while we're here um lest we (laughs) neglect why he provided for us in the first place so uh yeah just so just wisdom on able to steward every moment for his glory Um, especially in the midst of i mean having five children being here doing multiple different jobs um having to be on multiple different calls every day i feel like it can be almost feeling like you have too much um but i know um i felt like the lord revealed this to us this last week when we were reflecting together that if I ever feel overwhelmed or anxious because I have too much on my plate, inevitably it's because I'm taking on more things than the Lord has given me, you know? And so, you know, evaluating out of all the good options, what's the best, what's the Lord telling me to do this day and, and making the decision and saying yes to that and no, to, no to the other things. Um, so that I don't become overwhelmed. Because when I get overwhelmed, I get stressed. When I get stressed, hand and I's relationship suffers. I get snappy, the kids suffer. Really needing to be wise, I need the Holy Spirit wisdom on how to manage my time each day and an abiding relationship to do that so that I'm, I'm pursuing the right things each day um, for His glory and not all of just a bunch of good things. So. but you both.
0: So Hannah, Uh, how how about you specifically, maybe Hannah, about how can we pray for the family? Yeah. And of course, he kind of covered some of that involving family, but maybe some specifics on how to pray for uh, you, the family, the kids, Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: I think, um, thank you, really appreciate the prayers. Um, There's been quite a bit of ramp up on spiritual warfare, Um, demonic dreams, people getting hurt, sick. Um, So I think... I really covet prayers for just um, I know that Satan's going to continue to attack, but just that the victory would come quickly from the Lord and that the Lord would just protect. It's mostly the children, you know, when Satan attacks your kids with um, getting hurt and getting sick and having bad dreams, things like that. It's it's really wearing uh, as a parent. Um, So just prayer from protection from the enemy Um, and then just daily life, you know, we're homeschooling, we're about to move into a new place. so just adjusting to life here. Um, the kids, you know, you really you feel like you can thrive in a place when your kids are thriving. And so just the discernment on helping our kids thrive, finding good outlets of play, um, really seeking discernment on like who should we spend our time with so they have, you know, friends, um, those just but mostly the needs I feel like for our kids. Um And then Carter's going to be traveling quite a bit with this role. And so, um, you know, I I don't mind being home with the kids. Um, Ellie helps me a lot. Um, But, you know, it's just hard when your husband's gone. And so just prayer against fear or, um, you know, loneliness, even though we have a really great team here. um, It's hard, you know, when your husband is gone. And so just that the Lord would really come close to me um, and be near to me when Carter's gone and help me. Um, and so, yeah, I think those are some specific prayer requests. So.
0: <clears throat> good, good. We will take those into consideration in prayer. Thank and, you. And, um, let, let any final words you would like to be able to give, um, to those that are listening right now or watching, uh, in regards to Kind of maybe just a um, challenge to the people that are listening or maybe final thoughts in regards to um, uh, what God is laying on your heart that you would like to mm-hmm. communicate to those who are listening. Most of those will be here in the States, but they could be other where, other places. But anything you'd like to say? That's
2: good. Um, the thing I love most about North um, as a church of the city Um love God, love people, follow Jesus. You can do that anywhere in the world, um, whether you're here in Amman, Jordan, or there in Oklahoma City. And as you know, the, the church knows that after the beginning of uh, this last, I guess it's been a year ago, about the, the different people groups campaign at North, man, there's, the nations are in the neighborhoods of Oklahoma City. And so I would just encourage, um, especially if you're watching this video that, you know, um, befriend, pray for, proclaim the gospel, invite to church, those who don't look like you, those who don't speak like you, um, because they could very well be (laughs) um, a part of an unreached people group on the other side of the world. And if you impact them, the gospel travels quickly through WhatsApp, through Signal, through Facebook Messenger. And so um, you're just as much missionaries there in Oklahoma City as we are here. And God has called you for such a time as this. And so... Be faithful to follow Jesus, to make disciples, uh, baptize them, teach them to obey all he's commanded. And wouldn't it be an amazing, you know, one of these days um, that, you know, as the gospel is coming out of our mouth, that our Lord, the Lord Jesus will split the sky. You know, <laughs> I, I think that's the pipe dream, right? Um, I don't know who. Whether it's us or our children or our grandchildren, but one day he's coming, and you know, living every day with eternity in mind. That man, maybe this next person I share with, maybe they'll be the last. And that's um, so that's how I would encourage you. And also, we just wanted to express our gratitude to North. You know, I guess it's been about a year ago, uh, Pastor Rodney, um, that your church had us come in and and share what was on our heart beyond the podcast and uh, do do some training. And through some of the provision that North Church gave us is why we were able to even come here. (laughs) So y'all's generosity back then allowed us to buy plane tickets to come here, allowed us to. And so we just wanted to say thank you. I think as Paul has even said in some of his letters when he's writing to Philippi, you know, thank you, you know, for sharing me from the first day until now in the gospel. So we just wanted to say thank you, and uh, we are striving to be good stewards of Um, not only the prayers that you pray for us, but um, the contributions you've made into our life financially. And we're so grateful for that. So thank you so much for that. And um, we cannot wait to see you again. We'll be back, Lord willing, July, uh, if Jesus doesn't return. So (laughs) late June, early July. So we look forward to seeing you all face to face then.
0: Well, we thank you for this time. I appreciate it. I know it's late in the night there in Jordan. Thank you for taking the time to um, give up some of your sleep to be able to be with us. I, I do want to say that uh, we want to continue to walk with you in prayer, which we're gonna, I'm going to pray in just a moment. Uh, but we also want to uh, give towards you. And actually, right now, I am just want you to know that North Church is going to make another commitment of uh, $10,000 that we want to give to you in ministry so that we can continue wow. to— um, help you not have to worry about some of those other things so that you can focus on the ministry and you can focus on what God is asking you to do, okay? All Thank right. you all. You're welcome. I'm going to pray. I want to pray over you all. Father, God, you see um, their heart's desire and their request. God, first I pray for the ministry endeavors and the open door opportunities that are uh, present and that are going to come, that you will give divine wisdom You give wisdom uh, to Carter and Hannah on what to say no to and just uh, not to take on their plate and what to do. And then when they do have the thing that they say yes to, because you are asking them to say yes to that, is that you will give them wisdom on how to navigate, how to make decisions, what to do. God, I also ask that you give them courage, courage to uh, proclaim the gospel and to stand strong uh, in the face of opposition. Uh, God, I pray that you will give them favor with people everywhere, uh, whether it's somebody that Hannah's just meeting uh, on the street and her kids are playing together, or whether it's a favor with um, somebody who is an official or leader in the community or the town their city or the government. Um, God, I pray that you begin to send people of influence and affluence their way. God, that can stir this gospel message um, God, I also pray for the family and uh, what Hannah mentioned that just to, for the children, for her and for Carter, um, just your protection. God, they're putting themselves out there, and the devil is attacking. The devil will attack. The devil does not like this. And there is a target on them. But God, uh, greater is He that is in us than He that is in this world.
2: Yes, and that God. the power
0: of God is going to protect and keep. You're going to put ministering angels for her children. Uh, to minister to their body physically, emotionally, mentally, and most of all, spiritually. God, that you will protect them from the evil one that comes to discourage and pull down. God, I pray that you give wisdom on how to, um, they need to nurture their children and care for their children and discipline their children and spiritually pour into their children. And God, may what they do as a couple be an example to others uh, that are, Non believers out there uh, that will see um, the example of Christ and his church in this family, and they will ask questions wanting to know about who Jesus is. We thank you for what you've done, what you're going to do, and God, we're thrilled to be able to partner with this wonderful couple and um, to see great things that God is doing and going to do. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen.
1: Wow. Thank you guys so much.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. We're excited uh, to partner with you. And I'm so, so blessed uh, that we can come alongside you. God bless you and be with you in shalom.
2: Shalom. <laughs> Love you <well>. all. <laughs>